Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Happy pre-Cyber Monday. Well, real Cyber Monday if you listen to this on Monday. Happy Cyber Monday. So how was your uh, Thanksgiving? It was good. We uh, went to my parents' house, did normal dinner, everything. Um, then we went on our traditional bowling trip. You go bowling on Thanksgiving? Every year. Uh, it has been a, yeah, it has been a tradition for 30, I guarantee you we had the same conversation last, last year around this time and you probably said the exact same thing. I'm I'm going to go find it. No, I just think it's funny that like he's surprised and I bet he doesn't remember. No, that's fine. Like, it's not that he needed to remember. I just, it's a weird and shocking tradition. At least he's consistent. But I think we had the same conversation, which will be funny to go back and try to listen to that episode. And (laughs) John wasn't there that time. No, true. Yeah. John can sound shocked. Yeah. It's not so much that you'd remember. It's just that I bet if you listen to this, it'd be the same. Bowling trip on Thanksgiving. Weird, not weird. It's interesting. Yeah. It's not. It sounds like a lot of fun and it sounds like a tradition that's very cool to have. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where like on Christmas you go and you have like present opening and that takes up a bulk of the time on like Easter. We do like an Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. So that takes up more time beyond just dinner with Thanksgiving. It's you just have dinner yeah, and then eat and maybe yeah, watch football? just sit there. No, cause now a lot of people in my family are big football fans. So it's not like a gather around, watch football, have beers. Like it's, it would be dinner and go home, which I mean, it's fine, but we always wanted to do something else. So, uh, the normal place that we usually go bowling was closed for the first time in like 30 years. So Turns out that they have family too. That family <laughs> without Thanksgiving. Well, it was funny because the owner or the manager of the bowling alley texted my uncle a couple weeks ago and be like, hey, I know you guys are probably going to come, but just so you guys know, uh, we're not open on Thanksgiving, which was life. very nice of him. So we found a different bowling alley, uh, though this bowling alley was not just a bowling alley, but it was a bowling alley and laser tag. Uh, so I was able to convince my family to do one game of bowling and one game and two games of laser tag Ooh, uh, wow. so i got to play laser tag on thanksgiving as well no how many people are in your family or like how many people do this we had 10 people bowling and 11 people playing laser tag uh, one person didn't want to bowl yeah that's my, so weird you think it would be yeah the other, the other way, way around, around. yeah i'll bowl but laser tag look. you would think that but no mm. um yeah no so we had the extra person playing laser tag uh, Wait, which where is, is this bowling alley slash laser tag you speak of there's a bunch of them uh it's in bristol oh okay it's a spare time never seen one with a laser tag arena in it there's a the bowling alley on uh main street in east hartford has one too oh yeah so yeah so we got to play (laughs) yeah it does yeah yeah it's called knight's quest i drove by yesterday we gotta play laser tag sometime it's a lot of fun yeah uh well no you know we do have to play laser tag with those laser tag guns we bought yeah that's that's the laser tag we need to play um but no it was a lot of fun uh it was it was nice to because we we did bowling and we were all bad at the first game of bowling which is we all blamed it on the fact that we were switching venues we're like oh we're 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 playing away it's an away game well that's the thing is like we have a couple people that are really good in that like normally go bowling and even they if it's a family tradition but, but they play more than just yeah, Thanksgiving. You play like the one time a year. Yeah, maybe. I play less than three times Whereas a year probably. Like yeah. Um, and <laughs> even one of them wasn't getting it. Like it took them, I think, seven frames to get a strike. So we knew it wasn't just us. Something else was fishy. Yeah. Um, but before when we were like prepping the bowling game, I walked by and it's just like, so the real question is, is are, are we playing laser tag? And their eyes hadn't thought about it. They just went, <laughs> Are we playing laser tag? No, and, no, we, uh, we, we 
bowl on Thanksgiving. Yeah, this well, we did. The we did bowl, though. We bowled the game, and then we played laser tag. But that the bowling alley was cool. It had, like, a huge arcade section of, like, ticket games and, like, fun stuff. They had giant Connect Four, giant Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, check this place out sometimes. Yeah, this yeah. sounds awesome. Uh, what, what about you guys? What did you guys do on Thanksgiving? Uh, I went to my brother's house. Uh, he's got a new place out in Holland. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, uh, so we went over there. Uh, I spent four hours basically being a gigantic living toy for my nephew. And You're, you're shooting the for the Hall kids. of Fame, aren't you? Yeah, I, I gotta be the, the good uncle. Yeah, <laughs> the good uncle is in the Toy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're going for. I'm gonna nominate you for next yeah, year. Yeah, putting the good uncle. There's well, just a man in a case. Just gonna say uncle. <laughs> Please. No, it has to say good, good uncle. uncle. Please yeah. feed me. Because the bad was there, but they yeah. weren't. The they weren't the good were. ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they weren't the one that was being. Yeah, you probably have, you have the good uncle, the bad uncle, the racist uncle, the indifferent uncle. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent the the, the whole time like. Uh, throwing the kids around like they were like pick me up and throw me so I just kept like picking up and like chucking them at the couch and stuff and like swinging them around by their legs and everything being violent yeah yeah basically saying like one of these moments I might kill them God, <laughs> don't let me kill one of them I know that's always the that's always the like scare when you're dealing with especially when they're they're not your kids it's like relatives kids or mm-hmm. you know what have you and it's like okay I'm we're gonna like we're gonna have fun and roughhouse a little bit but I need to make sure to not throw you into the ceiling or dislocate a shoulder or anything like that. Well, and the kids always have that like off switch where they're like, oh, all right, I'm done playing, so now I'm just going to cry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that happened a couple of times. Oh, of course. All of a sudden, they're just like, I'm done, I'm tired. <laughs> don't throw me anymore. Yeah. yeah. And they're uh, like my, I don't know exactly how, my brother's sister-in-law's kids. Mm-hmm. So they're not like my nieces or nephews. Step nieces. Step niece and nephew. Yeah. Like there's one of those like a little three year old girl and she's just constantly like you know pick me up and throw me in the air and stuff and I'm like I really don't want to break this one. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's so adorable. Yeah. All the other ones are fine though. Yeah. yeah. My niece is only a year old, so I'm like not even messing around with that. Yeah. So he's just throwing her wherever because yeah. resiliency. Yeah. Well, you can't talk yet, so yeah. yeah. Can't complain. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, like uh, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking freezing out here, so there was. was no outdoors, doorsy stuff. So, no. Yeah, we were just in the basement, like, throwing them around the whole time. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. What about you, John? What'd you do? Nothing. John's family is in different states. Yeah, so. my family's in New Hampshire, and they also had, like, 18 people over their house, so even I didn't want to make the three-hour trek to sit around with... A bunch of strangers. A bunch yeah. of people I don't like, and a bunch of people I don't know, and my sister. Yeah. Um, so I stayed home and, uh, my room didn't have any heat in it. So I was curled in my bed wearing two pairs of pants and two hoodies and like seven blankets. And I watched a bunch of anime and that's it. Sweet. Sounds like a rousing success of the Thanksgiving. I, yeah. I mean, I would rather be with people I like, but you know, yeah. but we it wasn't were all in the cards this like year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was funny though. I'm my... used to that Joe. My cousin's kids came, and they don't normally come to, to family gatherings. So they were sitting there, and one of them, all of a sudden, like, I was in the other room, and I was walking in, and I heard one of them mention Fortnite. And they're two girls. And I was like, wait, you guys you guys play Fortnite? And they, so then they're we... They're kids. So I know. But, but, like, traditionally speaking, when I was in high school, or one of them's in high school, and one of them is in, like, sixth grade. When I was that age, no girl would have touched a video game, or let alone... If they did, they wouldn't have well, talked about it. That's a pretty regressive attitude. That's what I'm just saying. That's how it was back in the day. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's how it used to be. Um, that's not true at all. So then we had a, we had a nice bonding experience talking about Fortnite. 
um, I was like, all right, cool. Now I have something to talk to these children about. <laughs> Did you pimp out the podcast too? Say what? Did you pimp out the podcast too? No. I don't want that. Like, if you like Fortnite, you want to listen to us bash it? No. No, because as, as I mentioned last week, we don't ever talk about Fortnite on this show. Yeah. So. But we do. We just don't say anything nice about it. Yeah. yeah. That's not true. I say nice things sometimes. I think it's fun. It's you fun. liked it when it was on the phone. That's, I didn't play it on the phone. I oh, played PUBG right. on the phone. On the, yeah, that's right. It was only on the... PUBG was on the they phone. They were like on the opposite platforms yeah yeah it's on android now but like when i tried to download it i like needed more space and just went i have this on three other things i don't need it here yeah. i don't need it here <laughs> yeah so uh, but i don't need it with me everywhere no absolutely not uh, but speaking of things we did play joe what did you play this week uh well um i actually didn't play too much uh just because there was like way too many things going on yeah um i did buy a lot of stuff to play because uh, obviously it was Black Friday weekend as well as Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. Uh, so there was a ton of Black Friday sales. Uh, like I said, my brother, he lives uh, for people, you know, obviously not in Connecticut. Colin is like a little town out in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut. Very kind of like small, rustic town. Um, he also lives like down the street from the GameStop out there. And because oh, cool. it's out in the middle of nowhere, it's dead on Black Friday. It's dead all the time. Like anytime, it's dead all the time. Yeah. Anytime I need like a figure or something that's exclusive, that's that's where you go to get it. Yeah. Like anytime it's a Comic Con exclusive, it's always out there that you can find it because nobody goes out there. Yeah. So afterwards, I like you know, it, 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 it's right off the highway entrance. So I just kind of drove there to like go in and see what they had on sale. Um, so uh, I bought a ton of stuff for Black Friday. Uh, this year. What'd you get? Uh, just at that uh, GameStop, I only actually bought I bought uh, Hitman the Complete Edition uh, for the Xbox Three Six or Xbox One. That's the episodic one. Yes, the yeah. the, the like soft reboot one, the last mm-hmm. one. Now that Hitman Two is out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I bought that, and I bought uh, Near Automata. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Automata. You were close the first time. He can't say it. I you were so see, close. There's the always first a time. C. Word. <laughs> sure, it is. I'm gonna say that it is. I, I'm still not even sure. Is it near or like Nair? No, it's, it's near. near. It's, it's near? near Automata. Okay, near Automata. He always adds a C. I don't know why. Automatica. Well, because yeah. he wants to say automatic, and say, then he wants to put yeah, those two words. Like DJ Atomica from the EA games. Hey guys, DJ Atomica hey, here. DJ Atomica here. He was the DJ in like all the EA sports games. I played all the EA sports games. I don't remember. Uh, he was mostly was like in Burnout. Oh. Sex and Burnout. Those yeah. aren't the EA Sports. The EA Sports the, games are FIFA. No, games. EA Sports Big. Yeah. Oh, EA Sports Big. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I yeah. See, I was more EA Sports Traditional. Uh, yeah. Medium. <laughs> I was EA Sports Medium. Word is, there's a fast car on blah, blah, blah street. Uh, <laughs> go get it now. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I'm So I missed that Crush one. that time. Uh, so uh, I bought those. Um, I also picked up a whole bunch of other stuff. So I'll just go through the list of stuff that I bought. Uh, I picked up uh, Forza Horizon 4 Ultimate. Okay. On the Xbox. Uh, I Did you up. have that already? No, I actually didn't pick that one up. Huh. And that's why I was kind of like, eh, fuck it, I'll just buy it now while yeah. it's $25 off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up uh, Immortal Unchained. I think I mentioned that last week. Immortal Unchained? Immortal Unchained, uh, which is, or no, I wouldn't mention it because it was on sale at the time. No, you said you were thinking about buying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's then it was going to be Gun Souls. Yeah. yeah, but it's Dark Souls, like with guns. Yep. Um, I picked up uh, a couple of things that I picked up just because, like, I'm buying because they were super cheap and I had it physically anyways, but now I don't have to worry about switching the discs. So I picked up uh, Middle Earth Shadow War, which was like seven fifty. Yeah, it was Jeez. super cheap. Yeah. Um, I picked up uh, a bunch of the Lego games because they were $5, so I picked up the Lego Batman 3, uh, Lego Star Wars Force, Unla- uh, uh, Force Awakens, uh, Marvel's Avengers, and Jurassic World. Uh, I picked those all because they were all just $5. Um, physically, I bought a copy of Lego The Incredibles because it was the only one I didn't own at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I also uh, ordered a copy of Soul Calibur Six from Best Buy because it was down to thirty-five bucks. Nice. So I haven't gotten that yet. It's in the mail. Uh, same with the Lego Incredibles. That was what I haven't actually gotten yet. But uh, Soul Calibur is the one I was like most excited for mm-hmm. the games that were coming out on sale. Um, I also bought uh, Spec Ops: The Line, Red Dead Redemption, and Burnout Four. Uh, that is Xbox 360 backwards compatible, uh, compatible games. Just so you don't have to dig them out. <clears throat> well, also I didn't actually have a copy of Burnout Four. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. You're such a big Burnout guy. Yeah. Um, and I was actually surprised because I could have sworn that Burnout Three was available backwards compatible, but apparently it wasn't because I thought I bought that. Hmm. Um, but I was like looking through my thing going like, where the hell's my copy of Burnout 3? I know I bought that like backwards compatible, but uh, it turns out I didn't. So I don't know if I just imagined that or not. Was that uh, a regular Xbox game? Oh, that's right. It was a regular yeah. Xbox game. Because I remember, yeah. There you yeah. go. That's why it's not backwards compatible. Well, well, that, that's right. Yeah, they have the Xbox Classic stuff. They have Ninja Gaiden Black backwards compatible. Yep, I do remember that. But that's a much smaller list. Yeah, it's only like six or eight. Also, Ninja Gaiden Black, those are only exclusive Microsoft games. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, and Burnout was on everything, obviously. Um, and uh, I picked up... Uh, Nier was I got on the PlayStation, and I also digitally got God of War, because uh, it was down to, like, $22. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, someday I want to play God of War again. When, so yeah, well inevitable DLC and New Game Plus and all that. Yeah. There was no, like, There's content no... DLC for that, right? No. No, it was the, just, like, That they've said, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I bought a whole bunch of stuff on Black Friday. Uh, I also bought a new laptop. Uh, oh, cool. Just a cheap $250 laptop, just because my, like, Windows laptop is just on the verge of death right now. Mm-hmm. It's completely falling apart. Don't uh, you have a Mac laptop, too? I have a MacBook, yeah. But, like, I have, like, the MacBook for, like, actually doing stuff on, and then, like, the PC shitty laptop for doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing on. Got it. Yeah. You should do it the other way around. Because Macs can't get viruses. Well, they so. can they now. Can. People have figured out how to do that by yeah. now. But Macs are less prone to getting less viruses? Less prone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the MacBook was like $2,000, so I don't want it to be like my beater you know, thing. I'd rather the $250 one that's easy to replace as my beater laptop than Smart. the $2,000 <laughs> MacBook. So I do with my Chromebook. Yeah. So, yeah, my beater one has completely, like, fallen apart. So I was like, eh, like, it was a $400 laptop on sale for 250 So yeah. I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll order that. That's another one that's in the mail. It should be here Friday. So, cool. you know, uh, maybe I, I didn't really look at the specs. I basically was, like, went to the list of, like, cheapest ones. And was like, all right, this one's fine. Like, yeah. like I said, I just need it to be able to connect to the Internet. That's the only thing I actually care about. Um but I didn't really look at the, like, stats, so maybe it can play some games on it. So maybe, like, all those Steam games that have been sitting there collecting dust for the longest time can actually be played <laughs> Collecting now. internet I'm gonna, dust? I'm going to assume no. Yeah, probably. But we'll see. Yeah. You're never going to play them anyway. No. No, I won't. I'm not even going to play any of these games I just read off that yeah. I bought. Nope. Like, I was going to say, I can't, I can't wait to hear your Soul non-reactions. Yeah, that's... Well, that's the one you were super excited and about. And Oh, I did play a little bit of Forza Horizon 4. Um, I kind of just only played, like the opening area which is like it has you do a bunch of races uh with the like the season changing like mm-hmm. as you're doing them so like it yep. starts off at, uh springtime and it's all rainy and it like goes to winter and then it goes to fall and it goes to summer um all disjointed which i found was kind of weird well it's also it weird that order? when like seasons are changing as you're driving because 
either you're driving for a very long time or you're driving really fast. Well, like, I mean, it wasn't like they just instantly changed. It was like all of a sudden, like, switched to, like, you're but still. driving us, you know, a, a, a big fucking four-wheel something or other through the snow, and then all of a sudden you're driving, like, a, you know, super sports car. Through oh, the, so it changes the cars. Yeah, it changes, like, the car and stuff oh, okay. the as well. But uh, I drove around uh, a little bit, and it, um, I, I mean, it's hard to, like, it's a, it's a, it's a Forza game. Yeah. <laughs> It's not too drastically different from the last one. The location is different. I like the location a lot more in this one. So it's in just, Japan? Or no, that was Horizon? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one was Australia. Yeah. Uh, and this one's Britain. And, like, Britain, like, I mean, surprisingly, it's, it's a bit more diverse in, like, the way that the landscape is set up. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Australian one is like, all right, now there's just, like, a big desert. Yeah. Now you're in desert. the like, outback. Now going up the mountains and all sorts yeah. of crazy stuff. So it, it's a little bit more varied and, like... The, the terrain layout mm-hmm. yeah um, but I only played for like 15 minutes but it looks good it's Forza it's Forza yeah yeah what about you John what did you play this week uh, I got uh, NHL 19 because it was oh I got a weird thing so I was watching a movie on Netflix and Microsoft sent me a message through Xbox and I was just like okay so I clicked on it sometimes they just give you like promotional things or like hey letting you know that like this is going to be on sale soon or like sign up for this beta for this game yeah, yeah and I also get like weird things that are like thanks for playing Gears at one point here's this free map and I was just like I don't okay yeah. um, so I was trying clicked... to loop you back into stuff right so I clicked on it and it was like hey uh, Black Friday sale's coming up soon here's $10 and I was like wait Sick. what so there's a they had also an integrated thing that just says like you can hit redeem code so you don't actually have to like copy or paste it or you know whatever remember it so I just hit redeem code. I was like, sure, it's going to be some sort of, like, download this app to, like, tell us your opinion first. Mm-hmm. No, just gave me fucking $10 for free. Sick. And so I was like, all right. Well, that cemented the fact that I'll buy NHL for $20. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I did not get this code. Well, no, because you buy stuff all the time. They know they've got you. That's probably, probably it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, that guy's already a sucker. Yeah. yeah we know he's buying things on I don't think I've ever Friday. bought anything digitally money. on the Xbox. So it's probably like, this guy hasn't bought anything. He's always online. So let's give him some money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got NHL uh, 19, and I played the like ones mode, and uh, I'm terrible at that game. That's, That's the, the 1v1v1? Yeah. Yeah. I was um, terrible at it, too. When like I don't ever use the stick controls. I use the hybrid controls because mm-hmm. like I like I like to use the stick for like defensive sticking, like yeah. you know trying to wave things you know, puck away and stuff like that. But I don't ever use it for shooting because it's I don't I can't get it's a hang too touchy. Of it. Yeah, I don't like um, that. So like there's just dudes like wrecking me. In the oh, first yeah. game I played, I scored five goals, which is the most I've ever scored in the like forty games I played after that because they're only two minutes long. Yeah, yeah, they're very quick. Um, so I, I played that a bunch and then I was like, fuck it. I'll just switch it back to the hybrid controls. And then the f- second I switch it back to the hybrid controls, I won the first game I played and there's an achievement for it. There's no achievement for like, there's an achievement for winning like the, the max tier that you can get. Like once you get to the gold rank, if you win that, you get an achievement. But I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm winning five of these in a row. Well, especially cause people have been playing it since the, the game came out. Yeah, so which they're was like, probably way nastier than you'll ever yeah, be. Months and months ago. Yeah. Um, so I got the achievement for that, and I was like, yeah, I'll never play this mode again. So I started playing, like, the, you know, build a creator mode. Um, but, like, the, the world of Chell is cool. That's, mm-hmm. like, the, like, side part where, like, yeah, you make yeah. your own character and stuff like that. And, like, you do things to unlock hockey bags. Quest? What? The world of Chell? That's what it's called. Yeah, it's it the, C- like a, the C-H-E-L. Like a... Yeah. Oh, okay. It just sounds like a, like... It does. It, it does. Sounds it like sounds like an RPG. Like a RPG. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's you, I mean, you it's R- this on the 3DS. It's <laughs> RPG like in yeah. that you have to you know fiddle with your stats and you know yeah, decide you get, how, like, what kind of player you want to be and yeah. And you unlock clothing and stuff like that and and like that's a, a money grab, but it also doesn't impact your your character at all. It just like makes you look like a douche in front of people if you want. Like everyone I played against had like the like creeper stash and mullets. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and like neon shirts. Um, Their online persona. So I played that a bunch, and then I bought um, Neo, which I'll play eventually, um, like coming up soon. Uh, that was like twenty two bucks on the the PS four. Oh, the complete edition. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then uh, I beat Dead Cells. I don't know if I beat it last time we talked about it. No. Um, but I beat Dead no, Cells. You beat it on. You, I think finally. when I talked to you on Monday, you had beaten it. Oh, that's right. So it would have been after we recorded on yeah. Saturday. Um, so I beat it, and now I can like regularly get to the the final boss. And I haven't beat it a second time, but also I've been trying to do like weird other uh, trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a trophy for dying with a hundred cells, which is kind of hard to do. Uh, and also like hundred cells are hard to get, not hard, but like you're close to the end of the game by that time. So like you have to like bank them, and then it's 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 a sad thing when it happens. Um, so I keep being like, oh, I'll do that, and then I'll get to a point where I like I have like 130. And I'm like, nah, I should really bank these. <laughs> Um, so I didn't, I didn't get that far, um, that way, but every second boss you beat, you can bank your cells into a thing that allows the, the weapon drops to be a plus or a plus plus, like, which are, you know, obviously better, um, attributes. So I just started banking those in there and I put like a thousand in. So now all the weapons that are dropping are significantly better. So mm-hmm. now I'm getting further without even trying, um, and eventually I'll just get to the point where like I can beat the boss every, or I can beat the final boss every time I go through. Um, but I've been noticing a lot of small stuff, like a lot of Easter eggs that are dropped in. I sent Joe a text. There's a, there's a fire with a sword in it. Mm. Um, like for dark souls. Uh, and you you sit down in front of it and he's like, Oh, it's nice and warm. I feel like something's reset. And then you get up and then it says, get good on the wall. And it goes, <laughs> it says, get good. Not cool. <laughs> So there's a lot of stuff like that. Get good. Yeah. And in like the fast, the last um, level, which is like the King's room, uh, there's a bunch of like uh, portraits on the wall and they're all portraits of like characters from other video games. So there's like the dude from um, Bloodborne. So he's got like the pointy hat and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a bunch of people from Dark Souls. uh, One of the Belmonts is on the wall. So there's like a lot of small stuff that I've been noticing about the game. But also it's like one of those things you can sit down and play like one run and be like, all right, I'm good. And then put it down. So I played a bunch of that and then a little bit of NHL 19. But that's it. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I picked up a couple of things in Black Friday sales. I didn't look at a lot of flyers or look at a lot of the sales because I didn't want to spend the money. Uh, but they're also like the deals that I did see, like I went through the PlayStation store and Best Buy and stuff. I didn't see anything that was like so good that I needed to jump on it. Uh, but I did buy uh, South Park Fractured Butthole, the like the gold edition that comes with all the DLC because I beat the game already and I own it physically. But I wanted to play the DLC, have been looking for the game to be cheap enough as the gold edition or for the season pass to go on sale. And it hadn't yet to a reasonable price. Uh, so it was 20 bucks on the PlayStation Store. That's so I said, yeah, I said the season pass was 30. I'll save the 10 bucks or the 8 bucks or whatever that it was. And I'll just get it digitally and I'll play it again because I think I'm two trophies away from the platinum. So I, I want to go back and get the platinum uh, and I want to get. Uh, all the DLC taken care of. So I'll go back and play that too. 
Uh, I also bought WWE as I normally do on Black Friday uh, because I said I wasn't going to buy it this year, but then when I played it a couple months ago, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, it was much better than I had anticipated and better than previous years, so I don't feel bad about getting uh, the game for half price. Uh, but I did get the like the gold edition of that one too, so I have all the DLC because uh, the season pass never goes on sale, but it was only fifteen, essentially fifteen bucks for the season pass. So it's fifty percent off both the game and the season pass. Uh, so I went there uh, to get that, though I haven't gotten back into it yet because on Tuesday uh, my new favorite game came out, uh, Beat Saber, which I know you guys have heard me and us talk about, how like excited we how excited we were for oh, it to finally come out. Uh, and I would, I'd been pissed because leading up to it, I was expecting it to be something where. I could pre-order it in the store. I could download it at midnight. It would be there waiting for me, but it wasn't. It wasn't available until the store updated the next like afternoon, uh, which I was pretty bummed about because I wanted to play it Monday night. I was like, all right, cool. It's Now's the time. I'm like, going to get ready. I'm here. <laughs> Hyped at midnight. Yeah, exactly. And then nothing, um, which did allow me to play the, uh, the Spider-Man DLC, uh, which I haven't beat yet. That came out this week, and I was able to play that Monday night, so I started playing that. Uh, it's just more spider-man i don't really have thoughts on it yet i'm not too far into it it's a little bit harder than the rest of the stuff which is good that's good yeah uh, but i'm not too far into it but beat saber is fantastic now you guys uh played it a little bit uh when you got here i had that set up for you joe you bought it but hadn't played it yet yes uh what did you like no feasible amount of room in my uh yeah my place for it to actually be able to be played yeah so what did you guys think well we'll get your thoughts first since you guys played it just a little bit what did you guys think of it it's fantastic yeah, it's super fun, and, like, we tried easy, or I think we started on normal. Yeah, we started on normal. And that was just, like, enough to get the hang of it. Yeah, it's... And then I played a song on hard, and I was like, all right, this is probably the mode that, like, most people who know rhythm games should start off with. Yeah. Um, and Once then you get the hang of it and know hard. the mechanics of the, the game. Which we should probably, for anyone that doesn't actually know what it is, True. explain what it is. So Beat Saber is essentially just... It's a VR game. game. Music-based PS... Well, yeah, uh, we played on PSVR. We yep. It had been out on PC, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, and stuff. Yep. Up to this. But the game is uh, basically a lightsaber music rhythm game. Yeah. Um, so cubes uh, start flying at you. They come in red and uh, blue, uh, and they have arrows on directions on them, and you're holding the two PlayStation Move controllers. And as they come at you, you have to hit them in the appropriate direction that the arrows are pointing on. Yeah, so if there's slice an arrow the pointing to the left, obviously you swing to the left to cut in half, or up, down, left, right, when some of them have like a circle that's just hit them any way that you want. Um, so you, it, you know, it just goes to the, you know, like generic dubstep music that the game has in it. Um, uh, but uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like, I, I played it, yeah, like it's VR, so I can't play it too long in any given sitting. Uh, and I also get really into it. Like you guys saw and noticed how I was like bopping along yeah, to the music. Yeah, It's hard not to. I was trying hard to like, not. <laughs> in Rock Band, like when I play Rock Band and other rhythm games, like if it's a song I know, I get into it where I'm like I'm moving around and I'm acting like a rock star or whatever. Like I'm, I'm fully immersed. Yeah, like fully immersing myself in the game. And here when I first started, it was kind of just like, okay, left, right, left, up, down, like left, okay. Um, but as you're getting into it, like I... I was bopping along more and I was feeling very samurai-esque with the way like I was slicing and posing. There, there's certain parts where you have to duck below things. Yeah, there's large like uh, red cubes that come down the track as well. Yeah, walls. To, like, yeah, there are walls or ceilings and stuff that you have to like dodge and make sure that you don't hit. 
And you can't hit him with the sword either, you said, right? Yeah, you can't you can't hit with your head or the sword. So like, there's one point where you have to like duck underneath and hit two things on either side of you. So I found myself like ducking down and kicking one leg out and swiping to the side. <laughs> so I looked like the pose on a samurai DVD box or something like that. So I, I find myself just really getting, and it's weird too because like I'm alone in my room with the music coming out of the TV, my headphones plugged in, and I'm I'm immersed. Like I'm not playing where I can know what's going on around me. So at one point I caught myself, I forgot to turn the TV down from when I was watching TV earlier. So when one of the headphones fell out of my ears because I was just using little earbuds, it was blast. I realized I was blasting techno music in the house. I went, oh, I should probably not do that. There are other people here. And I don't have a good explanation. <laughs> you realize of... that all your like, roommates are standing in the store doorway just staring at you like, yes, yeah. idiot. Look at this dumbass. Yeah, why is he doing it in his underwear? Like, put some <laughs> pants on uh, but yeah, I, I've been having a blast with it and like, it gets you like, get your heart rate up. Like I find myself sweating a little bit in the VR headset and make sure to wipe it down afterwards. Uh, so, so you guys won't catch anything. Just get those, uh, wet naps, alcohol wet naps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like I, I played exclusively the campaign until we were playing free play when you guys got here. Uh, the campaign starts off really easy. I think when I had message you guys that it, like i was having fun with it i think i was five or ten levels in and hadn't failed on any of the the missions yet uh, but then it ramps up pretty quickly uh, and it does some cool things like sometimes to pass you have to get a certain score which is fairly easy to do uh, as long as you're not missing a lot of uh, a lot of boxes there are some where the arrows on the boxes disappear as they fly towards you so you have to notice when they drop what the direction is because by the time it gets to where you cut, you can't see it anymore. So you have to remember that. But as it as more fly at you and as you start to mess up, you're looking at did I get it wrong versus looking at what's down the track. Yeah, you're looking closer to you than further down the line. Yeah, and so that ramps up the difficulty. Uh, there was also one where your hands have to travel a certain distance, meaning you can play the game just flicking the wrists and doing it in whatever direction you want. And while you can do that, it's not the fun way that you it's want to do it. It's not how you're supposed to be playing. No. Right. Nobody plays rock band sitting down. Yeah. I do, with, but just with drums. Well, like, if you, I'm by yes. myself. <laughs> yes, you yeah, can't like play drums standing up. Well, you could play drums standing up. The thing goes high enough. Uh, I mean, if I'm by myself, sometimes I'll just be laying back. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, tr- I tried. Yeah. Keyboard, I, I played a, sitting down, too. Yeah, exactly. Just a little intimate show. It's yeah. one of the smaller clubs. Um, but I, uh, I lost my train of thought because I'm thinking about playing rock band again. Oh, you're saying being like a, oh, yeah, the hand travel, travel a certain... Yeah, yeah. yeah, So it was funny because when I got to that point in the campaign, it said, okay, here's how you have to beat this. Your hands have to travel a certain distance. So make sure you're not just flicking your wrist, that you're like doing full cuts with your arms. And I thought to myself, I've been doing that the whole time. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. You're holding two lightsabers. Why wouldn't you have a blast swinging around and stuff? Yeah, I don't want to just flick the wrist with a lightsaber. That's not fun. I want to have a lightsaber fight with these boxes. Like, uh, <laughs> that are making music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't just do like little like twitchy flicks of the wrist to in between notes to get the... There was one point where I was going to be short like two meters and I saw that the last note was coming and I felt the song was ending. So I hit the last note and as the like the music was fading out, I just started frantically flicking my wrists and nothing <laughs> uh, to get the... Yeah, and I was able to get it. I like beat it by like just a little bit. Like I just got over the threshold, so that mode was really fun as well. Um, and I think I don't know how far through the tree I am. I haven't looked up to see how many levels are left, uh, but I'm having a blast with it. It's super fun. Yeah, even the short amount that I played, I was like, yeah, I would play the crap out of this if I had it. Yeah, 
And it's I, nice to just, like, get up and move around. I, I was, uh, like, initially, I was kind of bummed out to find out. I was uh, initially kind of bummed to find out that, like, the music was kind of all generic dubstep stuff. Like, I was kind of hoping, like, ah, maybe there'll be, like, some actual songs on there. I mean, these might be, like, these could be. actual I don't know. songs in the dubstep world. Yeah. Well, there was them. an artist on them. There was one that said, um... Well, there's always an artist associated, yeah. but is that a real artist? Is that just... Or is that the... just a, a house... Well, because one of yeah, them the just YouTuber said YouTuber that they Saber. got to do it? What? One of them just said Beat Saber. So I'm guessing, like, that was, like, exclusive to that song. But oh, the rest of these in-house. are actual artists. Yeah. But, yeah, again... But I mean, I'm just saying, like, it would have been cool. We don't know them. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it would have been cool if I don't actually know music. So. Well, like, <laughs> when, like if it was just like Metallica, and you're like kind of going crazy, with like, with yeah, the, you know, the drum beats to you know swing it yeah. like that. Um, well, and in the in the PC well, version, people have yeah, and custom. in the PC version, you can put your own songs in and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, so at first, I was like, eh, like I don't really care about dubstep and techno and all that kind of stuff, but. It's you're so into it once you actually start moving. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I like, don't care. You're just like I'm just having fun and fucking swinging this stuff around. You kind of get in easily get into the beat. It's not that I would never listen to this music ne- driving never. in the car. Never. But when I'm swinging a fucking sword around, don't I'm care. Like, I, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm cool with this. Yeah. You're exactly. Fine with me. I'm the same way because like I'm a big music person and this is a genre that I loathe mm-hmm. in most instances. Uh, so when it comes to playing a game with it in there. I wasn't jazzed to begin with, but I've seen enough. I saw enough videos beforehand, and the fact of holding a lightsaber and playing a music rhythm game, which I love music rhythm games, mm-hmm. I was I was sold beforehand, and it it's exactly as good as I wanted it to be. Do I hope there'll be more songs or the ability to put customs? Yeah, I hope so. That'd be great. I don't know how likely Sony is to let that happen. Uh, I know with like modding and other games, they were very hesitant to let it happen with Fallout and other stuff. But it would be cool if I could just go to a website that someone made a custom track with a .ps4 file or whatever, uh, put it on a thumb drive and import it into the game. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, well, and like with Rock Band, like as a as a band, you could elect to put your song into the games. Yeah, they did have that. In so Rock like Band three, it's not in Rock Band four though, unfortunately. Yeah, it was, and that was just on Xbox too, where like you could upload your song to it, and they would do the chart and all that stuff. Uh, no, I think it was for everything. Like, you could just say, well, like, hey, it's... I want to have my song in this. You'd go to harmonics and say, like, here's our song. And then if they, like, you know, liked it enough, you would send they them your master tracks. Yeah. And that was on, like, it was Rock Band 2 or 3. It was 3. Yeah. And once it's in there, it carried over. But I remember there was a thing where it was, like, All those ones Rock Band Labs. Yeah, they don't transfer because yeah. I bought a shitload of those. Yeah, there's like a lot of bands labs. that I was like, oh, sweet. But, yeah. like, that, that could happen in this where, like, somebody yeah. could be like, oh, hey, like, I made this EDM song. I want it to be in Beat Saber. So maybe can people can understand and, like... Yeah, you know, I can get more fans this way, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good idea, like just to get it out, like your your tracks and stuff out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mostly just want to like put Duel of the Fates on there and <laughs> yeah. have Star Wars. Like, I want to have this going to Star Wars tracks. Like, I just picture myself. That's like, what I want. Darude Sandstorm. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm super one, excited for it. One techno song, the one Joe techno likes. song I actually like. Well, you're supposed to like that one. Nobody's supposed to like that song. <laughs> no, you <laughs> like it ironically. You like it ironically, but no, I'm I'm super I'm super into it. I don't know how long I'll stick with it because it's a VR game and 
the nature of VR games means that I'm going to get too lazy to bring out the head. Once the headset goes away, it's been it's out for a couple It's never coming back. It, well, it's going to take something else to bring it back out. Right. Like, it's been out for a couple weeks because I wanted to try Tetris Effect. I knew this was coming out. Uh, I tried the Spider-Man VR experience from Homecoming. I did not find that fun at all. You played it's super hot. what you expect it to be. No, I played super hot. So, like, I've been trying out VR things recently, but I know at some point... Like, the Switch has been downstairs plugged into that TV, and when I want to bring it upstairs to plug it in here, it's going to go where the VR headset is now, which means the VR headset's going to go away. Yeah. And it's going to go back in the back on the shelf, and who knows when it'll come out again. So. I know. I need to create some sort of, like, permanent uh, setup location for mine. You should get one of those foam heads, and you can stick it on that. Mine is on a – it's a Spider-Man head popcorn tin that's plastic that I got at the movie theater – but that I also put like a Spider-Man mask over, so it's not hard plastic against like the VR headset, and so that's what it sits on in my room. So Spider-Man's playing VR when you're yeah. not around. Yep, exactly. So yeah, that was all I played this week. Um, so we can jump right into the news that we don't have a lot. So this will mostly be a short uh, episode. Nobody's it's... really putting anything out newsworthy on Black Friday Thanksgiving week because that's dominating yeah. everything that everyone's talking about at the time. But also yeah, nobody's yeah. nobody's doing the in-depth research to crack a story or like to figure out rumors because they're all like the journalists are all home for Thanksgiving and with their families. So they're not tracking down leads and seeing if they can, you know, pinch information about something or break a big story. So there's none even nothing really in that realm either. Yeah. Um, but still some stuff. So we'll go around uh, with lightning round. Uh, one rumor uh, that did come up this week before the Thanksgiving holiday in America was that a new Mortal Kombat uh, is in development. Mortal Kombat 11, supposedly, uh, was leaked or quasi-confirmed by uh, a voice actor who's working on localization for Spanish markets. So um, they had, I think it was Pink Noise Studios was going to be the Spanish language uh, localization company for the new Mortal Kombat game and this guy was contacted to do Spanish language uh, voice for Kung Lao and Reptile in the new game so uh, he then got taken off the role and that's why he went to talk about it on Twitter because he wasn't going to do it anymore so Mortal Kombat 11 should be in the works what do you guys think about that are you excited for a new Mortal Kombat game uh, I mean, it seems obvious just because the last two did so well, like since they're kind of like soft reboot for the series that they did. Yeah, at least critically. I don't know how well Ten sold. I don't remember. That was, I think, what, three years ago? Uh, yeah, probably at this point. Um, uh, I I really like the NetherRealm studio stuff that they put out. Like, those and the Injustice games are fantastic um, in terms of how much effort they put into the stories mm-hmm. for them. I'll admit I wasn't too keen on the story of Mortal Kombat X, uh, just because, like, they did the thing where, like, now it's, like, 20 years later, and here's a whole new crew of all new people. And I just kind of went, like, I don't care about you people. Uh, I want Johnny Cage and, like, Kung Lao and Sony Blade. Like, fuck you, all, all these new kids. Yeah. Um, I, it was still, like, a cool story. I just wasn't so interested in the characters. Um, but it was still good. So um, the only thing I could think, though, is that it's just going to be more of those characters from this point onward. Maybe. And probably, like, a bunch of newer characters that just kind of make me kind of go, eh. But, I mean, I assumed it was coming because, like I said, they were so well-received. You know, like you said, I don't know how well the sales translated, but I know, critically, they were very well-received. And Mortal Kombat, no matter how long they, like, take a break or go on hiatus, is always going to be a franchise that they're going to keep trying to put new games out. So even if it didn't sell well, there's enough, I think there's enough leeway to be, to say, okay, these last games were reviewed well, 
people that played it liked it. Not enough people played it. So we'll take a year, a couple years off and we'll come back and we'll really, you know, wow them. You know, actually, now that you, like, well, you didn't mention it, but now that we... I mentioned I'm, it. Now that I'm thinking about it, you never really heard much about it from, like, the competitive area. No. It was never, like, one that really took off huge in, like, Evo and stuff. I'm sure people watched it and it was there, but... It's not nearly on the level that it used to be, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how big Mortal Kombat was because like we're not fighting game people by any stretch. But I watch Evo most years, not all I, of I it. I always hear about the like the Street Fighter tournament. Yeah. Uh, now the, like the fighters, the Dragon Ball fighters, fighters tournament, Smash. Smash Brothers and stuff. Never hear about Mortal Kombat though. No, it's probably one of those like it's earlier in the day on a Saturday. It doesn't get the prime time slot. But also because the game's been out for three or four years, that could be why, too. Uh, I don't remember. What is it? Was it 2014? 2015. 2015. It so, yeah, so three sold years. more than oh. five million copies and was the fastest selling game in 2015. There you go. There you go. So it was a very well-received okay. game critically and fun- fundingly, monetarily. That's the word. I'm- financially. financially. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Thank Money-ly. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't say Atomatakino. I was trying to say a fake word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You got you there. Uh, what about you, John? Are you excited for a new Mortal Kombat? Are you a Mortal Kombat I guy? I didn't play the other two, um, but I really like the Injustice games, and I heard it's just Injustice, but more violent. So Yeah, like, pretty I, much. I'm not a big fighting game person. Like I'll, I'll play them probably in one sitting, and then I'll be like, that was nice, but I'm not going to spend money on it. Um, I, like I, Even when I played the other Injustice games, I you know GameStop rented them. Um, but yeah, it's bound to happen, I guess. I played, I played a lot of nine, uh, because I was able to buy the arcade stick edition for dirt cheap. I think 40 bucks I got the arcade edition for. Um, so I had the arcade stick and I like playing Mortal Kombat with an arcade stick more than I like playing with the controller. So yeah, but some people prefer controller for those kinds of things. So I I played a lot of nine. I got like, okay at it. I would never say good because I don't. I don't know. I played against the you computer. You completely killed by like the most rudimentary player. Yeah, but I was I was beating the computer more often than I was losing, which was which is a, a feat for me in games like that. Uh, so I played that a while. I played X, but not at all much. Like it was one of the first games when I got a PS4 that was in the house, and I played it a little bit just to play it because my arcade stick worked for it on the PS4, but I never really stuck with it. I don't know that I would necessarily get the next one. I still haven't played Injustice 2. I've been waiting for Injustice 2, like, complete to be a price where I feel comfortable paying for it. Because yeah, I know I'm I not going to play it that much. You know, even with uh, 9 and 10, like, I didn't buy them, you know, full price. I didn't, I didn't think I bought them, period. I think I probably, like, rented them somewhere. Yeah. Like, Redbox them. Uh, because yet yeah, you just power through the single player campaign. Like I, I don't play competitively. Like no. I was like, I just want to get through the story and see how it is. Cause the stories are always pretty like interesting and well designed. Yeah. I don't play online. Yeah. I just play the story and then like little fights here and there. If I feel like just, you know, killing time. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, like I had fun like grinding out achievements that are like, you know, do a finisher with every character. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll, you know, yeah, that's what I did with Injustice, where it was like get every clash with every character, yeah, throw every like throw something through all the stage transitions. Yeah, yeah. Final, like, you know, with like Mortal Kombat, it was like do all of the like world fatalities, you know. So I, I had fun doing that kind of stuff yeah. by myself, but not you know, not playing online. <laughs> no, and that's the longevity of those kinds of games is playing online, playing with other people. 
because like you guys aren't fighting game people i'm not really none of my other friends are big into mortal Kombat fighting games so i can never say hey come on over we're gonna play a bunch of mortal Kombat tonight no one would be interested in that so yeah soul caver is the only fighting game that like i regularly play yeah, that I like to play competitively. Well, in Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash and Street oh, Fighter is yeah, what my Smash group is. <laughs> yeah, but like Soul Calibur was the one where like at least back in the day, I haven't done it with a lot of the recent ones, but like me and my friends would get together and be like, let's, yeah, since... let's play like Soul Calibur together. Yeah, to two and three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually imported a copy of two back in the day for the GameCube. Oh, Soul Calibur? Yeah, because it came out like six months earlier in Japan than it did in the U.S. And it had Link. And it had Link in it, so I was like, oh, fuck, Link's in it, cool. Like, so I imported a copy of the game for Japan, and then to buy, like, a, a import boot disc thing to play it, because mm-hmm. it wasn't region free, so you had to, like, get yeah, a it put, special disc to yeah. put in, uh, it's called the Freeloader, I think it was, yep. it was called. Yep, So I, like, had to do that to play Soul Calibur 2 back in the day, and it was fun. Nice. Uh, lightning round, speaking of fighting games, and one that we all play more than Mortal Kombat games, is Smash Brothers. Now, Smash Brothers Ultimate is coming out in two weeks. Oh, man, I can't believe it's Or really, like a week and a half. Yeah, it's a week from this coming Friday. Yeah, crazy. New Smash Brothers. Uh, To gear up for New Smash Brothers, uh, Amazon Japan has put together a bundle box limited to 50 of every single amiibo that's out thus far that's classified as a Smash Brothers amiibo. Uh, So it is 63 amiibo that have already been released uh, as Smash Brothers amiibo. There'll be an 11 more to complete all of the fighters. There's 74 fighters right now uh, confirmed for Smash Brothers Ultimate, and all of them will be getting Amiibo, but it's the, the first 63 all in one box. So the Amiibos for the last game, yes. basically, all bundled together. Plus any that have you know come out since then or, or what have you, yeah. I think. Because there are some characters that maybe were... I mean, they added ones for, like, they put out a Ryu one. Oh, yeah, and a Bayonetta. Bayonetta uh, yep. one when she, yep. they were added as DLC So the characters. DLC characters, too. They all got theirs. Yep. Yeah. So that's coming out. There's no price on it yet, and so far it's only confirmed to be in Japan and only 50 of them, which means it's unlikely uh, to come to the United States or other territories like Europe. But, I don't know, it's still pretty cool. I want to see, like, the collector packaging. I want to see what it looks like. The only thing that I find funny about this is that this is the kind of thing for, like, a hardcore Smash Brothers fan. Yeah. And I can only imagine that if you're a hardcore Smash Brothers fan, you probably already have. If you were going to buy this, you probably already bought all the ones in the past. Potentially. I there's, th- there's some that were, like, harder to get than others and stuff. So, like, maybe you're sitting there going, like, I really couldn't find that Palatino one. So, like, I'll buy this just to get that one no i mean i guess i guess it'd be for the people who are smash brothers diehards but were so anti wii u that they didn't get the last game where they said i'm not buying a wii u just to get smash brothers because the 3ds version true yeah true and honestly they probably would have just bought the amiibos just to have them yeah like i mean i wasn't too into the last one just because i didn't you know i wasn't all that interested in it I still bought, like, all the Amiibos. I don't have all of them. I think I'm probably missing, like, seven or eight of the ones that came out for it. Uh, But, I mean, I still bought a shit ton of them. Yeah, I was looking, like, I was looking at the list of them and looking over my Amiibo shelf. realized I only had, like, I think two or three Smash Brothers Amiibos. I have other Zelda ones and Mario ones. But the Smash ones, I have two or three. And even then, I was like, I don't... I don't get the Amiibo functionality in Smash. Like, I know what it does, but it's not... A thing that I need to do. Yeah. Like, it, what is it? So they get you costumes for the Mii Fighter, and then it, 
like you can train against them and it, level them up or yeah, something, you right? Just, you can put them and like they learn from how you play. Yeah. And you can like change, like fiddle with the stats and change the costumes and stuff on them, and basically save like your custom character onto them. Um, so you can play as that character, or you can have it as like a, an AI controlled opponent. So like it, it can be the kind of thing where. You know, you put it down, and you're like, well, this is my Mario that I like to play with customized. Put it down and use it as that, like, as a character save function. Or you can, yeah, use it as an AI thing so that if you want to add him into, you know, if you're playing a four-on-one four on or whatever it was. Because yeah. it would act, what up to, like, eight on that one, right? Eight, yeah. yeah. Ultimate's going to have eight as well. Yeah, so you can, like, put that down and add him as a character to play. And, like, it, like, learned from how you played and, like... So it was the kind of thing where, like, if you blocked a lot, it would block a lot. Yeah. If you were a person that liked to do, like, um, edge dive moves and stuff, it would do that. I remember when the last Smash came out, and every place that had Smash tournaments would have a sign on their, like, sign-up sheet that said no Amiibos. <laughs> yeah. Like, no Amiibo fighters, nothing, don't they bring them. They want you to play with, like, the stock characters. Yeah. Not, like, your customized ones. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be really funny as like a separate tournament at a Smash tournament to say, all right, it's Amiibos only. So you bring your Amiibo and like you're the coach for that competitor. Oh, and, like make them fight. Make them fight each other. Uh, so like you're. That kind of stuff. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Like I, I'd get much more into that if I could be like, all right, this is my it's Mario like your version of Pokemon fighting. Really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I thought that would be really cool if they did something like that at places. But yeah, I, I don't know who this is for. Maybe that's why it's limited to fifty. Um, but people are going to want it. I would want to see what's special about it. Is there collector packaging? Does it come with a display stand? Like, what is it that makes this something other than people who just didn't buy Amiibos before but want them all now? I wonder if it's going to come, because some of them had, like, different variations as well. Like, I wonder if it would also come with, like, the gold and silver Mario ones they put out. Or um, how the Mr. Game & Watch had four different versions. Yeah, I don't know. Or, I think uh, this is just one version of each one. Yeah, um... The Rob the Robot had the uh, American and Japanese version. Yeah. He came in like the Famicom color scheme and uh, the NES. Nintendo color scheme. Yep. So I wonder if those would be included as well. So Amiibos are what, fifteen bucks a piece? Uh, yeah, it's like ten to fifteen depending on them. I think they were twelve ninety nine. Something like that. Yeah. And then they went up in price actually because yep. they became so popular. So we're thinking what nine hundred dollars for this then? Oh, I mean, probably. Well, so, some well, of, and also some of them are like impossible to find. Yeah, like, older, discontinued. Yeah. I guess it depends on whether or not they plan Although to put those back in. Them, so they, they can just print their own if they wanted to. So. Yeah. Yeah, they only got to make 50 of said limited one anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I wonder if they're going to put, I haven't seen any confirmation if they're going to put, you know, original hard to find ones back in circulation and start making them again. Like for a while, I didn't find the Mario wedding themed from Odyssey and then now they're everywhere. So mm. like they, the Zelda ones got remade. They put out the one that gets you a Pona, the Smash one. Uh, they put that one out for a while again. So I don't know if they're going to go back now that there's a new Smash game. They'd be crazy not to, right? Yeah. To start putting out some of these Amiibo again? I don't even imagine. But, I wonder what the rarest one is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Let's see if we can find that. Look that up. I yeah. just tried to find it on Amazon. I couldn't even find it. The Like the listing for it? Right. Yeah, I had it. It was, uh, it was in one of the articles that I had up. I found an article that said it was coming out and it had like some bunk picture of what it was supposed to look like, but... It yeah, was, it, was, it was just like a cutout of all 64 characters. Yeah, and then there's a box, but the box doesn't look all that special. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know who it's for. It's getting made, obviously, but I don't know. I think it's a cool thing for people that didn't get them, but 
we'll see if it if it comes elsewhere and, and whether or not that'll be a thing that people want. Because I know a lot of people pass on the game because it was on Wii U, but we'll see. Apparently, um, the villager was the is the rarest one to find. Huh. The, um, um, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking and like I'm looking at a list of the rarest amiibos. A lot of them are like. Um, Comic misprints they have listed here. Oh yeah, that's like, doesn't there's like count. the Princess Peach. Uh, a lot of them, went, uh, a couple of them went out like without her having legs and stuff. Um, it says that the most, the rarest kind of like standard one is the Mega Yarn Yoshi, the giant Yarn Yoshi. Oh, I didn't get that one. But I did. Um, well, that's not a Smash Brothers one though. No, I'm just looking at the list of the rarest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going through it, so it's like misprint. Like uh, there were uh, Samus's with two. Blaster cannons on, like a blaster cannon on both her arms instead of just one arm. Uh, Luigi missing his left hand. Uh, the, the green inkling squid apparently is very rare. Huh. And then for the Smash Brothers one, uh, the villager is the first one that comes up as like an actual rare regular figure. There you go. So you got villager, uh, you're sitting pretty. Uh, the Greninja, Little Mac, Gold Mario, Marth, Robin, Pit. So it, after the misprints, it's just all Smash Brothers ones from yeah. this point on. There you go. All right. Uh, lightning round. We got some Pokemon news. Now, Joe, did you play any more Pokemon Let's Go this week? No. Still uh, just still trying to power through Red Dead. Gotcha. For my actual game playing right now. Gotcha. Well, uh, there's a new way that you'll be able to play Pokemon. I know you didn't like the last new way to uh, play Pokemon. The last Pokemon. two new ways. The I last... didn't like Let's Go and I didn't like Go. So. That's true. Those are the last two new ways in which to play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested if I told you that you could take a Pokemon with you wherever you went? That's Pokemon. Um, you could raise it up <laughs> from Pokemon. a, a little thing. You could just have it everywhere. You're describing Pokemon. Yep, but it's not on a 3DS. Or so the Game Boy Advance version? A Switch. Or the Pikachu, the, uh, the side Pikachu thing? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, My Pikachu, I think it was called? Yeah. Or the Pokewalker? Or the Pokewalker. No, this is... Uh, I can put my Pikachu in a little... Uh, Pokeball that and I can shake have it Pokemon, and have it yeah. scream at you. Yeah, have it scream. Yeah, he was on the podcast it last is, week. Shout out knows. to Pikachu for for showing up last week. Uh, no, it is a new Pokemon officially branded Pokemon Eevee Tamagotchi. Now Tamagotchis are back. We've talked about that before. Yeah, it was a couple months back that like Tamagotchis were making their return. I feel like it was a year ago. Probably yeah. Uh, but Tamagotchis are back, and now you can raise an Eevee in a Tamagotchi. Sweet, and you can put it in your fucking fanny pack and all the other stuff that's coming back from the nineties. It's true. Dude, yeah, fanny, fanny packs, packs are, are super popular again. Yeah. Oh, shit, son. Me jo- and the Rock. <laughs> and Joe's yeah. going to be so cool now. Yeah. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wearing a Tamagotchi, so he's not He's not wearing a fanny pack. No, he's going to put it in his fanny pack. But he's no, not wearing a fanny pack right now. The side of the fanny pack. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There you go. On the zipper. I got to represent. Yeah. You a Tamagotchi person? Do you have a Tamagotchi back in the day? Uh, I did have a Tamagotchi back in the day. Uh, I did not buy the Tamagotchi. Uh, stole it stole from it. a girl. It was stolen. <laughs> uh, technically, it was lost <laughs> and not returned. So, would you find it in a lost and found box at school? Or? Uh, no, it was... Uh, my dad was a janitor at a school, uh, at an elementary so school. So, he stole it. he was it. cleaning up and found one just, like, on the floor. And was like, oh, okay. I'll... These are big... Ba- and this was, like... Back when they were like at the very pinnacle of when they just came out, when like yeah. you couldn't find them anywhere, so yeah. it was just yeah. like, oh, it's one of those things that you can't find anywhere. Yeah, and he gave it to me. It was cool. It was a little uh, green like camouflage. That's one. the that's the one I had. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when they were first becoming popular. That this was like my first thought that like 
kids are changing the rules that it was put in the rule book at my elementary school that you couldn't have Tamagotchis. So people started bringing Digimon and they had to change the rule that it said Tamagotchi or other digital pets. <laughs> so you were circumventing the system? Yeah. Because that's when like me and my <laughs> friends were all like, oh, we're going to get Digimon instead. There's no rule against that. And then yeah. somebody was like, put away your Tamagotchi. And I was like, it's a Digimon. It's like when they went and let us play magic in our school. So we switched over to Pokemans. Did you really? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I didn't. But oh. Other people did. Yeah. And the same thing happened. They're like, no card games at all, period. No fun. This is yeah. school. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so um, uh, Eevee Tamagotchi coming out. Um, there was already a Pikachu one, so. Yes. Um, and, uh, I mean, it, it's, a, it, it's a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you can raise it to any number of the eight evolutions that it can do. Yeah. That's nifty. Yeah. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure, like, can you control what it is, or is it random what one it evolves into? Uh, I don't. I didn't look too much into yeah. it because depends on what it involves. You have to be out in the moon. Oh yeah, you have to hold it up to the sun or the moon. Right. Or you have to. It's go got to be cold. Frost stone or yep. leaf stone. Yep. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a thing that gives you in space. <laughs> gives you the the control over which one that you wanted to do. I imagine it'll probably be something where like, I mean, you know, depending on what you feed it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, how you raise it will affect how it evolves. Yeah. Because it would be kind of annoying if it was the kind of thing where, like, you didn't know which one it was going to evolve into until you, like, it evolved. Like, you know, like, each sweet one of them was programmed to only evolve into Vamporeon. Yeah. <coughs> oh, great. I got the one that's Sylveon. Mm. Umbreon. Yeah. Umbreon's cool. Or, no, what's the pink one? Embryon. No, that's Sylveon. Sylveon was the pink one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I just wonder, like, is there going to be battling somehow? Like, what's the point of just raising the Pokemon? There was no battling in regular Tamagotchi. I know, that's what I'm saying. But this is at least a Pokemon one. There should be. Because I had the Digimon Tamagotchi thing. Right. But you could battle. That's what we were just well, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. So you could battle. You could sync it up with other people that had it and so battle. Together. Yeah. Yeah. I would want that if I'm doing a Pokemon based thing. Because otherwise, you're just raising it and petting it. And then that's it. It's a novelty yeah. item. I guess. When is this coming out? I mean, it's not in, in our wheelhouse whatsoever. Uh, January uh, 21st in Japan. Uh, I was going to say, like this could be a stocking stuffer, but not until next year. And next by then, year. people won't give a crap, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, how you care for your EV and how often you give it attention will determine whether it will, whether it will evolve. Right. Uh, but it doesn't say if it gives you full like control over the evolutions. But yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, it's going to come in two different uh, versions. There's going to be um, like a yellow one and a pink one. Yeah, one of them is the, I think it's called like the I Love You EV. Where was it? I just had it up. Uh, it's. Oh, I Love You EV in colorful designs. Uh, Those yes. are the two names for them. So, but yeah, there you go. Tamagotchis. I might, like, I mean, depends on how much they are. I might order one. Just to have it, yeah. To have to like put on my shelf with all my other random weird Pokemon stuff. Yeah, true. Because you'll have the Pokewalker and the ball from this game, and is the do you have the wristband from Go? No, because you wouldn't have played it. Do so you, you have the? the... I also, I had the um the they put the like watch version, Apple Watch version of that thing out. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they had like the little clip thing, but then yeah. they also had like an Apple Watch app version. Of and the Pokewalker is the one where it's a Tamagotchi and it looks like a Pokeball, right? Yes. Okay. Do you have that tiny Pokemon system? No, I don't. That had like six games to it? No, I don't. Yeah, there was like a tiny little Pokemon system that was pretty much the size of a Tamagotchi and it had like, it was pink and see-through and it had like six games to it. I remember what you were talking about. Yeah. I didn't have that. 
Well, there you go. When you import the Tamagotchi, you can import that too. Mm. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, there's some rumors going around, and people don't know how necessarily true this is, but Kojima's working on another game that's not Death Stranding. Probably? Well, I mean, we don't even know if he's working on it. But yeah. This is all conjecture. Uh, it's all kind of people putting things together. Uh, Tell me what Kojima's up like to, Joe. they were basically kind of hinting at it. But uh, uh, a little while ago, um, Hideo Kojima uh, tweeted out a picture of himself. He, uh, he went to... Um, uh, 20th Century Fox, like, studio, their, like, headquarters, uh, and he posted a bunch of pictures of himself, like, with all of the Aliens props, the Aliens movies, Alien Aliens, I don't know which one you're officially supposed to call them. What? Alien or Aliens. The, like, the the series? The Alien series. The The Alien series. series. Aliens or Aliens? No, singular. Because it's the series based on the movie Alien. Alien, okay. Uh, so he posted a picture of himself with a bunch of uh, props and stuff from the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the Je- Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, the one that he puts on. Which is soon. I think uh, that's yeah. in a couple weeks uh, as well. It's yeah. usually the first week in December. Yeah, I think it's December 6th that's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, they uh, responded with a tweet uh, to him that just said, uh, World will change. Uh, not very proper grammar there, no. uh, Jeff Keighley, but it might be a hint to the weird shit that uh, he tends to do. Yeah. Um, and people were like, oh, that's weird that like they're you know, posting stuff like that. Uh, and people ended up digging around and they found like um, unused uh, Twitter accounts and uh, registrations for other things uh, for something called Alien Blackout. So there's like a Twitter account that exists for Alien Blackout, all this kind of stuff out there for... Um, uh, what everyone is assuming is a alien game that is going to be announced at the Game Awards uh, that potentially has Hideo Kojima working on it. Or could be his production studios doing yeah, something on right. it, but he's not the one. Not wo- actually. Yeah, it's not created by him, but it's being developed under Kojima Productions. Yeah, uh, what's that? Is it Kojima Productions? What's that company called again? I think it's Kojima Productions. That's right. Okay. I just remember they had that weird mascot. Alien they do, but I think it's now. Now you have me second guessing myself. No, I think it's called. Oh, it is Kojima Productions. Yeah, yeah with the like skull a, uh, alien guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Kojima. Like Pro- weird space fan guy. Yeah, yeah Kojima they, Productions Co Limited. Okay. Yeah, they've so, been putting out merch for that dude. It's like, dude, you're the mascot. They have an action figure for it. Yeah, not just an action figure, but like you're they the also mascot. have Nendroids for the. Yeah, there's yeah. Like, there's like a Figma for it as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, so um. As of right now, we only know Death Stranding is the first game that they're putting out, but it looks like they might be putting out uh, another uh, Alien game for them. Uh, people are wondering if it's a sequel to Alien Isolation or if it's going to be a whole new thing. Which was the... Was Colonial Marines good? That was the good Colonial one? Colonial Marines was the bad one. That Isolation was the bad one. was the good one. The, okay. Yeah. Colonial Marines was the Gearbox one that like, That's right. was completely broken and... They, like, fucked up everything. That was the one where they found recently that the AI had a ty- the AI coding had a typo in it, and that's why it was so bad. Mm-hmm. And they fixed the typo six years later. Someone on the internet fixed the typo six years later, and now the game's much better. <laughs> Not great, but better. Yeah, uh, Alien Isolation was like the survival horror, like that's right. around one that was yep. really good. I tried playing it, but it was so slow paced and so long. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe that's a sequel to that. Maybe they're making a whole new one. We don't know. We'll have to wait until the game wars to find out. Or maybe this is all nothing. And yeah. It's going to turn out to be just a big pile of nothing. Does or I... maybe this, the mascots, that, whose name is Ludin, by Luden, the way, yes. uh, is going to be in the new Alien game. There you go. Maybe. Or maybe it's or a maybe new maybe game new based Alien around Luden. Luden. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe Hideo Kojima is going to direct the next Alien movie. 
No. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Are you guys excited, though, about an Alien game from nope. Kojima? I, you know, I'm actually not a huge Alien fan. I like Alien and Aliens. I don't... But I don't immerse myself in the world, like the lore and the backstory. I've seen... I've seen one, two, and both Prometheus's, like Prometheus one, and then whatever the last Alien movie was, Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, I've seen those, but I don't like, and I enjoyed them, but I don't immerse myself in the lore. Like I didn't play Colonial Marines, I didn't play Isolation. I don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm strictly a, a movies-based person with that franchise. But I'd be interested to see what he could do with it, and maybe it could get me to play an Alien game. But I don't know. I don't know. I was never huge into Alien or predator like at the time i was a slasher movie kid so mm-hmm. like the aliens and predators were less important to me than like friday the 13th and the halloween movies yeah yeah so. i only got into him recently when i was working with bang because he's super into to alien and this is in his wheelhouse a thousand percent because it's both yeah, kojima, kojima and, which he loves right uh, and alien we worked with that game so yeah for a long time. and alien which he also loves so uh he'll be very much interested in this if it comes out so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued to see it. I want to see more because Death Stranding interests me negative 50%. Uh, so if they want to put out another game and work on that, then I could possibly get behind that as well. Uh, let's see. Lightning Round. We've talked a lot in the last couple of weeks about uh, Blizzard and their fiasco at BlizzCon and their supposed you know, ruining of the Diablo franchise by making a mobile game and how the internet is hating them for everything that they do Diablo-related. It seems like that wasn't all they were working on, though. They're trying to find more reasons for you to hate them. That's right. They have, what, I think confirmed three games in development that are all Diablo-related in some form or fashion, I think well, they've said. Well, they've said, yeah. you know, in uh, reaction to the... Correct. To the, to the backlash that they received. But there could have been more. Yeah. Um, so, uh, recently, uh, Kotaku did uh, like a retrospective of Diablo based off of all of the... Um, the backlash that they had so like they did a kind of like a diablo here and now of like a pr- retrospective on the franchise as a whole uh one of the things that uh was part of that article was uh they talked about uh how there was a second expansion for diablo 3 that was canceled by blizzard uh they put out the one expansion which was the rise of the necromancer uh and they were going to put out another one that got canceled uh not a lot of details exactly what it was in it uh one of the big things that I, at least i personally was like shocked and dismayed to find out they were actually working on a uh, uh, an action rpg diablo game that would have been much similar to the dark souls franchise uh, but based in the diablo world which had potential to be really awesome because like character design and everything for diablo are great i would have loved to have seen how that could have translated to a more uh, action-based like 3d environment than just like the top-down isometric view yeah that for the sure series is known for uh, that had the potential to be a really awesome game, and maybe that they'll go back to it now that there's all this stuff going on. Uh, but uh, it's really bummer that we couldn't get something like that because that could have been cool. Yeah, that would have been right. That would have been right up your alley a bunch. Yeah, yeah, and this is just more ammo for people to be really mad about, you know, whatever Blizzard is or isn't doing with regards to Diablo because it's a beloved franchise. But if they canceled them, it was probably for a reason. They probably couldn't find a way for it to work, or for the the Dark Souls style one. I'm sure they. It just kind of. Um, it's like, not their type of game. Too. Yeah, 
No, but you can branch out and make a different type of game, but it, they probably looked at all the other Dark Souls clones and went, it's, ours isn't up to snuff with even any of these, so let's just get rid of it. Well, like along what you were to say to John, like it not being their type of game, it just kind of reminds me of the whole thing with um, uh, StarCraft Ghost. When they were going to yeah. make that like, third-person stealth action game. Uh, Dude, I was super stoked for that. Universe, yeah. And then they were like, oh yeah, it's not working. So they ended up like canceling it. Pretty far into the development, I remember along. Yeah, people were playing it at like yeah. conventions and stuff. Yeah, so it just kind of reminds me of that of like them kind of going like, we we know what we're doing and we know like we know we our might as well own stick with niche yeah. of how like we develop games. So let's probably not fuck it up and fuck around with that. Yeah, I mean, I I will never fault a company for wanting to try to take a franchise and breathe new life into it by either making a different version of it or doing something different with it that like i wouldn't be mad at them if they tried it if the game was bad then be mad at them i like i would like to see what that looks like because i agree the character designs look like they'd be perfect for something like that and the top-down isometric isn't a gameplay style that i necessarily enjoy in most instances so i would have been down to to try an action like a third person action rpg version of diablo that'd be more enticing for me to play it Uh, so it's kind of a bummer that that got canceled though people probably would have hated it picking the different classes like you know picking you know when you start creating your character like are you an amazon are you a barbarian are you a monk like all the different classes that they had in there it could be really cool yeah yeah they could have done their own thing with it and put their own diablo style spin on it because uh, it's, it's the way we talk about battle royale where it's if you want to take your game franchise and make a battle royale mode cool but do it in a way that's new and different and fun and still is at the core of what your game is about so if diablo tried to do that with dark souls which has a lot of clones and and copycats but had its own diablo aesthetic to it and had its own you know diablo mechanics in there as well that would have been something that was permadeath but uh, alas it is no more if it even was a thing to begin with because they must be ramping up for some terrible news to like sprinkle in worse news before it like or ramping up to some great news. Yeah. So then we're like, oh, let's like get this crap out of the way before we announce Warcraft Four, Overwatch Two. Yeah. Or that. I wouldn't be surprised if that that video that we talked about a couple weeks ago about the Diablo Four and, and that they were supposedly cut from BlizzCon. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a thing that's at the Game Awards. You know, because they said they filmed it. It was never planned for BlizzCon because it's. Wait until put it on this. Yeah, we have our we have our focus thing. We need something that's going to to play big at a generic convention rather than our own. Let's save Diablo Four for the Game Awards or something else. So I wouldn't be surprised if that comes up because I always forget about the Game Awards because it's just thrown right in there at the end of the year, um, and it's always pretty bad. The the previews and like the. The trailers uh, like are great. The world premieres and stuff are usually great. The show, the show itself, itself. Dark. oh yeah, <laughs> unless it's, it's hot the, garbage. unless it's the guy who gets drunk and rails against EA or whatever the the, the dude from A Way Out did last oh, year. Oh yeah, that's right. He got real drunk and was belligerent on TV. Yeah, the the game, like the awards part, I don't necessarily care about because we're just gonna be watching Red Dead win sixty five million awards. I don't know, which it's is fine. A lot of hot competition this year. Yeah, it's true. Because you got that, you got God of War. Yeah, you got uh, Spider Man. Yep. Yeah, it's not gonna clean. It's not gonna be a clean sweep. It's definitely did, gonna be hard fought did we wins. Did stuff last week? And Red Dead had surprisingly not a lot of. No, that was like some UK award. Oh, uh, that's right. And Red Dead had won nothing, but it also came out like two, two weeks, weeks after yeah. it had. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I always look forward to the trailers. Uh, I feel like this year is gonna be a uh, Rocksteady's new game is probably gonna get announced because 
I think all the previous Batman games got announced at the Game Awards in, oh, yeah. in previous years. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get something from that. So, like, I'm always looking forward to the trailers. I'll usually watch them afterwards. I'm not watching the ceremony no. when it happens. No. Um, but I guess we'll see if, if any new Diablo stuff comes then. Otherwise, there's going to be people still mad about the mobile game. Uh, all right, lightning round. We get a Splatoon update coming pretty soon for a game that's been out for a year and a half, almost two. Um, but it's going to be the final update. Is that correct, Joe? Uh, yep. So they announced the final update for Splatoon 2 is coming next month, um, which is actually pretty impressive that Nintendo has put in so much time and effort into updating this game for so long, especially since like the whole online and like DLC aspect is still relatively new to them. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they were able to, you know, constantly put out updates, I mean, they did it for the last one as well. Uh, but I, I'll give them credit for that. Um, especially since it was always all free updates. Well, except for the one big one. Yeah. The Octo the, expansion. Yeah. Octopath expansion. And yeah. Octopath uh, not Traveler. Octopath. No. Octopath Traveler. Expansion. That's a different, different game. Are yeah. you sure? I am. Okay. Um, it's all Japanese to me. Yeah, uh, but uh, they're putting out uh, one final update for the game. Uh, it's going to include uh, pretty much just like new abilities for the characters, so the uh, the secondary like attack abilities that are going to be coming out, as well as a bunch of new guns for it. Um, yeah, you'll get uh, four new guns, uh, no new maps or anything like that. Uh, but they will. Uh, they did say that they're going to keep. Uh, doing balancing and stuff like that to the game. They're not completely done with it no. in terms of, you know, working on the game, but this is the last bit of new content. That yeah, major, major update. Well, yeah. most games only do DLC and updates and new content for a year. So the fact that they're a year and a half in, because I think it was June of 2017, and they're still putting out content, I think is great. Yeah. And shows initiative because it's And they're doing it really regularly as yeah. well. Because DLC is new for Nintendo, and not every game does it or does it well, so... The Splatoon is definitely one of the leaders in doing it well. Um, Arms kind of took its lead there too, where they were putting out new fighters for a while, but even they stopped a long time ago, I think. I mean, probably because Arms didn't. It didn't, it didn't play as well as Splatoon. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get as much reception as they had hoped for. No. So they probably said, well, let's not waste our time and effort on this. Exactly. I'm uh, I'm interested to getting back into Splatoon. It's always one of those where I see it on my like Switch dashboard and go, oh, I really should play that more. Same here. Especially since it's it. like the one game that has online that I'm paying for anyway, so <laughs> might as well, might <laughs> get, as well get, use it. You said your money. Yeah. Although my, I got an email recently that my NES Switch controllers are like the orders through and the shipping's soon. I got that nice. email. So I'm excited for those to come so I can finally play Nintendo games on there because I've I've put off playing the NES games on my Switch until then. But that'll get me picking up the Switch again, which could get me back into Splatoon. So I'm down for more content and stuff. I really like that game. Did a good job. Uh, all right, I think that's all I have for the lightning round. Did I miss anything for the uh, lightning round this week? The last thing I had was um, Skybound Games has officially resumed production on The Walking Dead uh, final season. Yep. Uh, so they hired a bunch of previous Telltale employees. Uh, they've got everything like set and ready to go. Um, Telltale uh, was officially liquidated, I think, like two weeks ago. Yep. Um, so they said, all right, well, we're going to actually finally start production or well, finish production on, uh, the walking dead final season. So it's good that all those people like will actually finally get their resolution for the game that they've spent the last seven years. Five, playing, I think five, it's five years. Five, yeah. Uh, so they'll, you know, be able to finish Clementine's story yep. in the end when we thought that it might not ever actually happen. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, 
I can't imagine how much work they're going to necessarily have to do because as far as I understood it, trophies were like, you could see what the trophies were. If you go on like PlayStation trophies or any of those like trophy tracking websites. Uh, and in order for trophies to exist for a game, it has to go like through Sony certification, which means that it has to be at least playable in some manner uh, for the trophies to exist. So it's got to be pretty close to being done. Maybe some polish here or there. Maybe they needed to. Uh, didn't they say like they weren't finished recording all the dialogue at one point? That's possible too. Yeah. Or matching the dialogue and to, making, to the, like, yeah, voice, yeah, syncing it up and everything. Uh, it's entirely possible, but I would think it wouldn't. It wouldn't delay the release schedule that much because I know it was the next one was probably a couple months away from coming out anyway. I don't know how frequently they do those, but I, I, I'd imagine by the end of 2019 it would all be out. I don't think this is going to put a big like delay into things. Yeah, uh, and that is good. It's good that it's going to get finished because that would have been a bummer if it just ended on episode two or three or whatever it was. Because it's only four episodes this time. Two are out. Two are not. Uh, or is it five? Two, two are out. Yeah. One had come out, and I think they released a second one shortly after they announced they canceled it. They it was like, like the day after. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, I think this one was only supposed to be four, where all the other ones were five yeah. up to this point, mm-hmm. five chapters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I'm just happy that people finally, like, get the resolution that they wanted. And it, like, kind of made me want to go buy the whole series. Don't do it, Joe. Just, like, to actually see how it goes. I bet you they bought the rights for him, so there's eventually going to be a Walking Dead collection. Yeah, like the complete Clementine collection. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't surprise me either. Just put all the games in one thing. Yeah. Just to make some money back, depending on who owns what. That would be cool. Uh, all right, John, do you have any last-minute news items? No. All right. Well, that'll do it then for a much shorter edition of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. I don't remember if I announced Spotify last week yep, on the show did. or not. You okay, Because uh, we had two. We had the main event last week, and I don't remember when I mentioned it. Uh, but we are on Spotify now, so you can find us there every Monday morning at 9 a.m., as well as all those other podcast platforms. Uh, you can also find our main event show, which is our wrestling pay-per-view show. We had a new episode go up last week uh, for the Survivor Series, which we watched. Uh, we had our full full team back on pregame for that one, all five members of the Broken Clock podcast group. So we were all there doing wrestling. So if you like that, check that out as well. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know uh, what you bought on sale on Black Friday, uh, what games you've been playing this week. If you're excited for a new Mortal Kombat, do you want all the Amiibos uh, or do you want a Kojima game uh, about Alien? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Automata is a real word. No, it's not. It sure is. No, it's not. Yep. It is the study of automatic machines. That sounds familiar for me.